Welcome to the Deep Sky Anchor Podcast, a portal to magical realms and faraway worlds. I'm Mary E. Loud, the author and narrator of this podcast. Today's story is Ecto Busters 1, a fantasy story originally published in the Midwest Furfest 2019 con book. Enjoy. Sunny's belly gurgled, and she adjusted the heavy weight of the Techno Ecto pack on her back. The hard-working yellow Labrador hadn't been able to grab a meal all day long. Not even a snack. Her ecto-busting team was too busy dissipating ghosts, exercising possessed buildings, and laying ghouls back to rest. It had been one haunt after another, non-stop, ever since the first phone call that Halloween morning. But what were they supposed to do? Who else were the good dog and cat citizens of Dogatham City gonna call? We haven't had a day like this since Chihuahuas, the three-headed Chihuahua of the one-half circle of hell, broke through the veil between the worlds last Halloween, Ripley said. She was a white cat, small enough that she was sometimes mistaken for a kitten. Though woe to the dog who made that mistake. Sunny still rude the day she'd first met Ripley and asked the seeming kitten where her parents were. The tiny cat had sent the yellow lab on a wild goose chase, looking for those presumed missing parents, that had ended with the dog on stage during the intermission of a children's dance performance being laughed at by an entire crew of kittens and puppy ballerinas and their parents. Ever since then, Sunny had known better than to cross Ripley. That cat might be tiny, but she was the biggest alpha dog Sunny had ever met. Can we break for food? Sunny woofed. It's almost my birthday and I'm really hungry. She pointed at a Chinese restaurant down the block. I'm sure the fire-spitting portal thingy at the top of the Great Dane building will hold for 40 minutes or so while we eat some wontons. Ripley skewed one triangular white ear. And then she turned to look at the other two members of their team. What do you think, guys? Should we let 40 minutes worth of monsters pour into the city? Or are your stomachs strong enough to seal a portal before dinner time? The St. Bernard and Winged Otter, it's a long story, don't ask, exchanged a glance. And then Audrey, one of the biggest, most consistently hungry dogs that Sonny had ever met, woofed, you kidding? Let's go close a portal. Brannon, the Winged Otter, a mythological creature for first race's sake, shrugged his big brown feathered wings and chirped, whatever you say, Rips. He always let Ripley boss him around. But birthday wontons, Sonny woofed. Almost your birthday is not your birthday, Ripley meowed. We save the city tonight and celebrate tomorrow. Disappointed, Sonny shushed her gurgling tummy and followed the rest of the ectobusters into the lobby of the Great Dane building. The elevator doors had been sewn shut by paranormal squash vines, of course, there was probably a psychokinetic squash troll squatting inside the elevator, but haunted vegetables are a lower priority than ultra-dimensional portals. They took the stairs. Twenty flights later, Sunny was panting, and her belly sounded like it was haunted itself. She stumbled onto the roof, and her fur fluffed out, sizzling with static electricity. Sparks of psychokinetic energy flew through the air, bursting out of the edges of the swirling purple and black portal like fireworks from a pinwheel. Whoa, Audrey woofed. For such a big St. Bernard, right now she looked like a scared little puppy. 
Brandon spread his otter wings and unholstered the nozzle of his ectopack. Ripley meowed, We've got this. We've sealed interdimensional portals with our ectopacks before. Nothing could scare that cat. But Sunny was scared, scared right out of her hunger. Yeah, she woofed, but those were like the size of a car. This is what, the size of an ocean cruise liner? For a moment, the whole team hesitated, picturing what that could mean. An ocean cruise liner's worth of ghosts pouring into Dogotham City all at once. All the more reason to get it sealed, Ripley meowed, charging ahead of the other three straight toward the massive portal. She unholstered her ectopack's nozzle and meowed, on three. But before the little cat could start counting, the black and purple swirling portal pulsed like a subwoofer, and a deep voice howled, Invite me into your world. Picture me, and I will take form. Ripley whirled back to face the other three, white triangular ears flattened. Picture nothing! Keep your minds blank! She yowled. She glared at each member of her team in turn, and when she got to Sunny, she added, That shouldn't be hard for you. Hey! Sunny woofed, but then her stomach gurgled. Uh oh. What did you picture? Ripley meowed. Just peanut butter? Sunny's mom had always given her a spoonful of peanut butter to balance out all the Halloween candy with a little protein before bed on the night before her birthday as a puppy. Brandon flapped his wings like an impatient eagle, and Audrey slammed a giant paw to her forehead. I'm hungry, Sonny woofed. I told you that. Maybe I shouldn't be ectobustin' on an empty stomach. Honey? Ripley meowed, tail swishing. I've got it. We need to open another portal. Sonny cut the little cat off, barking. To the bee dimension? The little white cat glared. Even if there were a bee dimension which there isn't, do you really think it's a good idea to beset Dogotham City with a horde of angry bees coated in peanut butter? Between her growling stomach and the sight of all that peanut butter, Sunny was having trouble concentrating. No, she hazarded. So which dimension? Instead of answering, Ripley fiddled with the settings of her ectopack. Just watch, she meowed. Blue and yellow squiggles of light burst out of the ectopack's nozzle. The little cat held the nozzle steady even as the blasting beams of energy writhed and whipped through the air. The blue and yellow squiggles divided and multiplied and did all sorts of arithmetic, splitting into more and more squiggles until the air on top of the Great Dane building was filled with pastel beams of light, all tangled together like a big old ball of Easter grass. An egg-shaped portal speckled and blue like a robin's egg burst into the dark and gloomy sky over the Great Dane building. Thousands of bunnies, noses twitching and baskets over their arms, hopped out onto the roof, and they set right to work. The veil between holidays is thin, Ripley meowed, and when Halloween meets Easter, the only possible result is candy. The peanut butter golem flailed and stomped, smearing peanut butter over all the high-rises, but there were too many bunnies for it to fight. Bite-sized bit by bite-sized bit, the golem's peanut butter was stolen away, wrapped in foil, and stored in the bunnies' baskets. By the time the bunnies returned to their own dimension later that night, and the ectobusters closed the dimensional portal between holidays, Dogotham City had a year's supply of candy-coated peanut butter eggs, and Sunny's belly was comfortably full.
She was used to her birthday getting all tangled up with Halloween. But celebrating her birthday with two holidays mixed in with it was even better. Thank you for listening to the Deep Sky Anchor Podcast. I'm Mary E. Loud, and this has been Ecto Busters 1. Tune in next time for another portal to another world.